I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch! Everybody, happy Monday to you, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan, broadcasting live from baseball's winter meetings. And uh, man, it is it is popping right now. You guys make some noise. <laughs> What's your name? Ray. My man Ray over here. That's it. Just me, Ben, Paul, and Ray. Just dropped a whoo. From the background. Security guard here for all the, uh, the heathens. It's a little early. Uh, it's a little early. We should come in like 8. <laughs> or sleep in and then start the show at 8. Do a two-hour show. Like my pal JT the Brick does every day in Las Vegas, a two-hour show. We'll talk about JT the Brick uh, later on in the week when Ben is on ninth vacation, uh, Thursday and Friday. Paulie and I will be here Thursday, going to recap uh, everything that happened, have some fun. I'll get into the, the why I decided to murder a grown man on Twitter uh, on Thursday, Paulie. Make sure to put that on the rundown so we remember. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Good to see you. Paulie was uh, just instrumental in getting us all dialed in, set up, Wi-Fi, everything looks good. And uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor here. Uh, too cheap to pay for 
the valet parking downstairs. It was ten dollars. I uh, I was expecting like forty five. Yeah, That's you had, okay. Even if well, it was forty five, I had a free parking pass in the Alexis lot, which is forty miles. It was from a here. twenty minute. I timed it twenty minute walk in the drizzle, in the pouring rain. Yeah, be careful on the roadways out there. It is slick as all get out this morning. What's the most you've ever paid for parking? Oh, twelve. Uh, I'm sure I've paid fifty bucks for a, a major parking event at some point in my life without reimbursement. With, yeah, without reimbursement. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. But I thought, let's see. I mean, I, I'm here early enough. Let's do the walk. And as I was making the 20-minute walk from the Lexus lot over here to our broadcast location at the Hyatt, I realized I've never been to San Diego as a tourist before. Never. I have never been. Have you? I assume oh, yeah. you have many, come many, as many, a tourist. Well, yeah, I have many staycations as well. Polly, um, in your early years, you visited before you moved here at times. some point. Yeah. yeah. So I've never been here as someone coming from out of town to stay. And I walked past the convention center and I thought, man, I see. I see. I know the weather's good. We got beaches. Of sure. course, I get the whole San Diego is a vacation destination thing. But as I was walking past the convention center and looking into downtown, I go, this is massively cool. If I was yeah. here and I just did a you know five-minute ride from the airport and I'm here for a convention and I walk out these doors and the gas lamp quarter's right in front of me and you see the, the gleaming sky rises, the marina is behind me. Coronado like Bridge way the over shell, there. The yeah. bridge, Coronado's right there. Petco Park is over to my right. These hotels along the... Along the marina here, the Hyatt, the Marriott, the Hilton, they're all really cool, great views yeah. of beautiful sunsets. I go, okay, I don't think I've ever really appreciated San Diego as a vacation destination. No, it's, it, it's Because I've never phenomenal. been here as a tourist. Yeah, you've never had to. I've, I've done it several times. Came out for a wedding years ago. And to be honest, when I came out for a wedding, wasn't super impressed, which is weird, right? As much as I fell in love with it when I moved here. Uh, I was like, eh, whatever it is, what it is. Gas lamps, kind of like the West End in Dallas. It just didn't do it for me. And, uh, you know, after a while, though, came back and, and, and got to actually spend some time here. I was like, man, I am sold. This, this hotel is fantastic. So if you do come out today, uh, just come to the top of the escalator. You'll see us. We are right there. Uh, we don't have any signage yet. Adam was supposed to bring some signage. He is not here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he is, but he said he was going to be here at some point today. Um, he, like you, also doesn't want to pay for parking. He asked if one of us could, uh, in the middle of our highly rated morning show, run down and grab the equipment. So somebody, Paulie, is going to have to probably do that at some point when Adam texts us. Uh, back in the Enter- Odyssey uh, Empire Studio, our pal Italian Paul filling in today. Hey. Good morning, Paulie. How you doing? Polly Jr.? Doing all right. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing well. We were just telling you we're set up right by your beloved Mets SNY, and I, I offered to go over and steal a, uh, a souvenir for you, but I don't want to get in trouble on day one. Maybe I can get you, like, Ron Darling's microphone That's mouth guard. That's a Wednesday guard. move, Woods. You yeah, steal, steal it on the way out. On Wednesday on the way out, you're not right. on the first morning to get yourself kicked out of the winter meeting. You're right. You're right. That's true. But uh, if I can get something, maybe I'll, I'll you know, find Daryl Strawberry's pen or something and bring it over to you if, if anybody's lurking around, Frankie. So it would uh, be my pleasure to do that. How was everybody's weekend, Benny? You're sounding... You're sounding Oh, not great, but better than I was on Friday morning, yeah. that's for sure. It's like a, you don't sound like deathbed Ben anymore. You sound like, like hospice Ben. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah it was good. I, uh, I actually did go on Friday night to the annual media mixer, oh my God. the holiday happy hour, hosted by uh, writer Jay Paris, and so you, ran into some of the old radio folks. I didn't, I didn't recognize a lot of people at this point. I almost uh, murdered you. You know that, right? Why? When you texted me that day, that night. 
and said, I'm going to go down to the happy hour. I and felt I like s- I should put my, my face in and yeah, say hi to people. But not your voice. Yeah, it was no, I couldn't hear anything anyway. Well, then know. the worst part is he texts me. He goes, I left. No one could hear me over the noise. I'm like, because you, you have no voice. Yeah. The last thing you needed was to be out there going, hey, what's up, Axon? No, it's good to see you. Thanks so much. Good to see you. Had Thanks a, very much. Had a long conversation. Well, at least he talked to me with former uh, pitcher Kirk McCaskill. Okay. Cool guy. Uh, that was kind of fun. I saw Aaron Harang was there. Ran into Hacksaw, uh, Ernie Martinez, some of the old oh, crew the from beloved the, Ernie the 690 days. And Love that was, Ernie. That was kind of funny. Works for Upper Deck now and seems really happy. It was good to He's see him. He's a great, so. great human. Yeah, and then I left and I went back home and watched the uh, Pac-12 championship game. Maybe one of the most fun football games I think I've ever watched in my you entire a, life. You didn't have a dog in the fight. What? You had no dog I in had, the fight. I just really loved You're the You're a giant result. Utah fan all of a sudden? Man, the energy. <laughs> The energy certainly changed on my Twitter feed from uh, what a difference a week makes. The energy can just totally, totally shift. Maybe on Monday, certain people zip, unzipped their pants, pulled it out. Maybe were beating me in the forehead with it. Maybe they were waving it around to everybody. This morning, it's very Bernie Wilson, my beloved Bernie Wilson. He's making memes. He's having fun at my expense last Friday. Bern, you were really... Really quiet on Saturday. So, so very quiet. Have fun playing Tulane now. We will talk about the college football playoff and the championship uh, football weekend a little bit later. This is going to be a this is going to be a fun three days though. And I wish I could tell you exactly when everyone was stopping by. That's not how these things work. By the way, though, we are also not pulling some radio trick on you to get you to listen longer. That's <laughs> it's not what we're doing. Like, well, you better wait and we're see. We're not above it's, that. We're not but, above yeah. that, but that's not what we're doing in this case. We legitimately have a couple of people locked in. Uh, we are not trying to make, damn it, man, now they're teasing me, and who could be next? It could, you, know, you never know who could be showing up. We legitimately don't know in a lot of cases. We're not trying to fool you. But, uh, you know, the GMs will be here. The managers will all be here. Pretty much everybody who's not a player who works in baseball uh, will be here in San Diego over the next few days. It actually started last night. Uh, they had the, uh, the what is it, the Competitive Era Baseball Committee with their Hall of Fame vote yeah. last night. And uh, congratulations to Fred McGriff, the crime dog. who was voted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame by a unanimous vote, all 16 Love of the, uh, what is it, uh, the, executives, the former players that make up the committee, all 16 voted for the crime dog uh, to get into the Hall of Fame. He was the only one, though, on the ballot uh, that even came close. No one else got more than half of the necessary votes. And the uh, the guys who were tainted by the steroid era, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, got, they said fewer than four votes apiece. That's amazing, Which man. essentially means that th- those guys are not getting into the Hall of Fame. They thought... All right, the writers, yeah, the you know the the crusty writers wouldn't give them three quarters of the vote, but maybe a a panel of their peers and executives who really understand and know the inside you know workings of the game will be a little more understanding and lenient. Not at all. In fact, uh, they were much harsher than Oof, the writers even vicious, were man. on yeah. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens <laughs> when it came to the vote. They didn't say how many, but only fewer than four is what they got out of sixteen people. So. The odds of them ever getting up to 12 uh, seems incredibly remote at this point, which means probably in our lifetime, if you go to Cooperstown in the Hall of Fame, you will not see Barry Bonds and you will not see Roger Clemens and some of the other guys who were, uh, you know, tested positive or were linked with the steroid 
uh, era of baseball in Cooperstown enshrined. Crazy, crazy, crazy to me. I mean, they, they've got their their decisions. They've got their um, they've got their weird line that they they have. And again, I, you don't want to belabor the point. And, and and really, Hall of Fame talk is it's sliding down my list of things I like to talk about rapidly every single season, especially in the middle of the off season. But I will say this: um, that Hall of Fame is full of players that used full, 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 full of players that cheated so it's it's hard it's hard to delineate who was positive who wasn't um you know i mean there was there was a a guy in the mitchell mitchell report elected recently i mean it just you got a big toothy grin and big gap between your teeth they're gonna let you in and it it doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make any sense to me at all if they if one of them that's already in the hall of fame like later admitted said i i I did it would you have to kick him out at this point i mean if that's the line right I feel like you'd be living in terror to be found out at this point. Now, I should be careful. He may be lurking he around. He could be, yeah, actually. We're up yeah. here in the media section. We, he might be here, and we, he could beat the crap out of you. Well, we know, we know he hangs out with some unsavory people. No doubt about that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go the other way. Uh, Fred McGriff was one of my favorite oh, ball players. So good. Especially his, uh, his two and a half seasons with the San Diego Padres, 1991-1991. 1992. So this is before your media years. 1993, yeah, just as a fan going with dad and, and my brother and my grandpa to the games at uh, Qualcomm Stadium and watching the crime dog, man, first base. God, he's good, man. Mash home runs, God. great smile, just a you know, friendly guy. Uh, just was easy, easy to cheer for. 493 career home runs, 284 career batting average, five-time All-Star. You know, it was very controversial back in the, uh, back in the day. They... They traded Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar to the Blue Jays for Fred McGriff and Tony Fernandez. And the Padres? The Padres traded. did. Give it to me again. So they traded Joe Carter. Joe Carter. And Roberto Alomar. And Alomar, okay. That's tough. And young Robbie Alomar. Young, yeah. You know, on, on and, how old, to a Hall of Fame and Joe career. Carter, too. And Joe Carter. Pretty yeah, primey Joe absolutely, Carter? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, in his prime, Joe Carter. For Tony Fernandez, a more established shortstop, and Fred McGriff. And ultimately, I mean, the Blue Jays have to be very happy with how that turned out. Sure. They ended up winning, you know, two World Series titles in 1992 and 1993. But it wasn't necessarily a bad trade for the Padres. They got a Hall of Famer in Fred McGriff and, and a solid shortstop in Tony Fernandez. Now, the trade of Fred McGriff in 1993 during the big fire sale, yeah. the Tom Werner era. To the era, freaking Braves. To, to the Braves for Melvin Nieves, Donnie Elliott, and Vince Moore Ugh. goes down as one of the worst I... trades in Padres history. God. As he gave him away for three prospects, none Ugh. of which ever even sniffed. I mean, I did Melvin Nieves may have, may have gotten a cup of coffee, but... Uh, not, none of them had any semblance of a big league career, and you gave up uh, a future Hall of Famer and all-around really good guy in Fred McGriff damn it. for that trio. was just Now, they also got Trevor Hoffman in that fire sale okay. uh, when they traded Gary Sheffield. But a different But different you know, that deal. one worked out, but the Fred McGriff trade decidedly did not work out for the San Diego Padres in 1993. Uh, we could also do uh, worst acting all, of all time on a, an instructional video, Fred McGriff's got to be Tom number Romansky? one. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be number one, right? It's got to be. I always li- I always liked his well, I, performances. I liked, I liked it, too, because it was absolutely terrible. When he turns and points at the camera, <laughs> it's amazing. I used to watch that when I'd be homesick from school. I'm like, that guy's really able to throw that ball into a garbage can really well. Like, he's really, really hitting the hole of that can. Very well. I love I never bought the videos. Never no, bought the videos. But, but I was always tempted. I saw on Twitter everyone's got big win for Tom Amansky. Yeah, 100%. With Fred McGriff going into the Hall of Fame. And plus, 
maybe the easiest nickname in baseball history. Yeah, Crime Dog. But a great one. Yep, you know, great one. McGruff, the Crime Dog. McGriff, McGruff. No, probably took two seconds, uh, you know, one day, and he was the Crime Dog for the rest of his life. 100%. Who doesn't <clears throat> like that nickname? So congratulations to Fred McGriff on the big news last night, but no one else getting in, no one else close to getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame. All right, we will be here until 10 o'clock this morning. We'll be here the next couple of days. Managers, general managers, media members, friends from other cities who are going to be here, all stopping by this table in front of us. We're on the second level of the Hyatt, uh, right next to the convention center. Please, if you're downtown, stop by, say hello. We'd love to see you, Tier 1s, out here sometime this week. Uh, We'll come back. Definitely have to talk about some of the big baseball rumors. There was a big signing on Friday right after our show, as always happens. It's like on the way home on Friday. We get a big uh, baseball signing usually, and we absolutely did with the Texas Rangers. We'll get into that and much more as we get started. Uh, Each hour of Ben and Woods live from the winter meetings brought to you by, I have it here, uh, Petter Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Poway. Nobody does it better than Petter of Poway, and thanks to uh, Petter for sponsoring our entire stay here at the winter meetings. Also, uh, Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag EatGrubbies and EatGrubbies.com. Is wet out on those roadways. We'll be checking traffic carefully. Get our first check from Kelly, and then we'll be back with more live from baseball's winter meetings on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Berlin. Berlin, the metro. Oh, um, right. Yeah, I know. Since this is uh, feels like we're all traveling this week, even though we're not, thought I'd pick the theme, bands with a place in their name. Ge- geographical, geographical bands. bands. I like that. So you Con- can do, you know, countries, states, continents, whatever. Uh, there's probably a ton to choose from out there, but this is the Metro by Berlin as the start of our uh, Daily Diddy theme this week. We just saw Lauren Shahadi uh, get off the uh, escalator. She looked right at us and then turned and went quickly, quickly away. Like, oh, no, not like, go please, that way. Please don't call me over there. So, it's too early on the first day. So there, just so you guys know, we, we just saw Lauren Shahadi. I feel like we're going to get a lot of the, uh, they're going to see us. And, look and then right look right at their, their phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just got a phone call. I have seen down in the lobby, I, I ran the uh, two miles to go down to get a water, <laughs> and I saw many, many GM scouting types that were fresh in their uh, workout shorts. Saw a guy in a pitching ninja shirt that was covered with sweat. He had just gotten fresh off a workout. So there are some go-getters uh, around here. There's a guy down in the bar already talking very loudly. So it's a scene down here already. I I was looking back at some pictures from the last winter meetings, last one we were at, 2019, and we had uh, Mad Dog stop by. Remember that? How could you forget? And he's screaming down here the whole time. Screaming. (laughs) And he showed up soaking in sweat. He's in shorts and a workout t-shirt. And I'm like, well, I guess it's better than not having a person stop by. It's true. It's true. Well, this is uh, going to be a scene down here this week for sure. Let me ask you quickly, since you made fun of me for being the cheapskate who walked from the free parking. $8 a piece. I was wondering how much you paid for those two bottles of solar rain water here at the hotel. So it's collected overnight. As you saw, it was raining. This is fresh. Fresh fresh raindrop water. Yeah, it's it's the top of the line. Triple filtered. Solar rain, $8 each. It was $16. For $16 yeah. for water. You just paid $16. I did. My, uh, I forgot my water bottle in my car, so that's cool. I remember when I got my first car at age 16, and I filled up the tank, and it cost $16 to fill up the entire tank of gas. You just paid the same thing yeah. for two medium-sized bottles of water. I dropped 87 before the show at the gas station. I dropped at least 10 on the valet. That's 97. Plus 16 is, I don't know, $113 before 6.30 I'm here, so I'm here to cool. make money. This is yeah, my job. I, I was, too. I'm not I was, too. To I'm in the money. hole. I'm going to try to lift somebody's <laughs> wallet later, maybe, because I'm, I'm already 113 in the hole. Uh, well, you know who's got uh, plenty to go around is Jacob deGrom. He does, Who man. on Friday after our show, I think it was actually Friday afternoon at some point. It was. Uh, agreed to a five-year, $185 million contract with the Texas Rangers. I don't think it was stunning to anyone around baseball. That rumor had certainly been floating around, but there's always, there's always an element of at least a bit of surprise when a player leaves a giant market like New York. Now, Dallas is also a giant market, but we know in baseball terms, you know, New York is on a different level than Texas. Rangers certainly have been struggling in recent years, but this is clearly a signal after hiring Bruce Bochy as their manager yep. and signing Jacob deGrom that the Rangers intend to be major players, at least for the foreseeable future. It's uh, it, it's awesome for them. I mean, if you're a Ranger fan today, you're elated, and you should be. And I saw, I saw the billion Twitter GMs that I follow uh, were like, "Man, what a dumb, dumb move." And again, I, I I'm still 
having a hard time wrapping my head around, you know, if you're a Ranger fan, I, I, one thing we all need to remember is these teams, they make a lot of money. And I think a lot of people forget that every single year. They make a lot of money, a ton of money. You know, I, was, I saw yesterday, well, the Padres could never afford Turner and, and Manny and for Fernando Tatis. And I just laugh. I'm like, are, are you out of your mind? Do you know what? Do you know what they raked in last year? Do you know what they'll rake in with another sustained playoff run with a World Series appearance or championship? They make a word I can't even say on the radio amount of money. It's obscene how much money teams make. When a team like the Texas Rangers decides, dude, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Um, we need. They obviously need arms. But, I, you know, you got a great manager there. you got Corey Seager. you got Marcus Simeon. they got some up-and-coming talent. I don't think he's going to win a ring there, Ben. I don't. But if I'm a Ranger fan, I'm elated. Well, you don't think he's going to win a ring there. Do you think they'll win a, an AL West title? they got the best team in baseball, yep. the Houston Astros. They've got the rising Seattle Mariners in that division. They've got always one of the smartest small-budget teams in baseball, the Oakland A's. I feel bad for the L.A. Angels. I mean, they're trying to be sold and... They're competing with these other teams in the AL West. I, I, I don't. Can they be competitive? Yeah, I think they can be competitive. I don't think they're done by a long stretch with any moves. But man, if I'm a Ranger fan this morning, I am on cloud nine. Uh, it's a lot of money. I understand. It's a lot of years. I understand. But man, the guy, the guy went on is is one of the best in the game. And in fact, uh, the guys that are going to be joining us at eight thirty-five, the Cespedes family barbecue. Uh, podcast show, what would you call them? Entity that they are now. Just did a really interesting podcast on Degrom yesterday. I listened to about half of it, and it was really good. Uh, and I think they're in agreement that, like, hey man, this is good. Here's the other thing that I want to, you know, if you're a, a, a diehard baseball fan, this is good for the game. That's good for the game. Sure, it's going to drive prices up. Yeah, and that sucks as a fan. You want your best for the cheapest. That said, this is good for the game. You know what that means? That means the game is healthy. If you're dropping five one eighty five, that means or one seventy five, the game's friggin' healthy. Well, you know, Mike Clevenger got twelve, 12 million, million next year. He he talked yesterday. He said, really love the mound. Uh, you know, at uh, the ball. What is it? Guaranteed rate yeah. field uh, where the White Sox play. I call it New Comiskey. New Comiskey <laughs> on the south side. Um, and he said, hey, uh, you know, it's good good to be here, sort of thing. It's just felt like it made sense. Was it like a presser? Yeah, he did a media session yesterday after they officially. Announced the signing, but we're talking about insane bucks. Whether it's twelve million for Clevenger for it's one season, or forty million for Zach Eflin, or, or whatever, one hundred and eighty-five for Jacob Degrom. It's a big money off season, and all that money is flowing right through this hotel where we're sitting today, yeah, on the Hyatt downtown for the MLB winter meetings. They are underway. We'll be broadcasting live here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday here until ten o'clock this morning. Uh, some guests will be coming by, probably starting in our seven o'clock hour. And some of the it makes some of these deals. Ben makes some of the Padres' early moves in the hot stove season look really, really smart and really, really yeah. prudent. Yeah, it really does. Good, it's a good point. For as 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 up in arms as everybody was, you know, a month ago, three weeks ago, I think you're feeling damn good about the moves that we've made. Martinez so and far. Suarez yeah. locked up at at now what seemed like wow is that an overpay? Doesn't feel like an overpay. It, anymore it sure doesn't man when you saw what chris martin just got from the where who did he go to uh red sox red sox just signed chris martin for oh yeah dodge he got he got 18 million so he's making nine of nine a year he's 37 years old so i mean look good for the good for all the players that get get their bag but this is ultimately it's good for baseball in my opinion absolutely uh, listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, plus millions of podcasts for free 
on the Odyssey app. And, of course, uh, once the guests start rolling in, they will all appear on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, While we've got a chance, when we come back, let's get into some football. The college football championship games over the weekend. The semifinals are set. Bowl games are set. Maybe some NFL talk as well. Did they get it right? Did they get it right? Did they get it right? Huge quarterback injuries in the NFL yesterday as well. We'll get into all of that coming up with more. Ben Woods, live from the winter meetings on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. our first uh, big baseball name during the break. Yes, we did. Let's give you care to let everybody know while we were dropped by. Sitting here fresh off of a Seven Mile Casino read and the great Harold Reynolds just walked right past the table, stopped by, shook hands, said hello. I had to do the thing that I absolutely hate doing more than anything in the entire world. Harold, how you doing? Woods from Ben and Woods. We've had you on several times. He's like, oh yeah, I know who you are. You don't. It's fine. You don't. You don't. You don't. You shouldn't. You sh- a, you don't, and B, you shouldn't. You don't have to lie to me. C, he was terrified we were about to ask him to come on right then because before we could say anything, he said, late to a meeting. Late to a meeting. <laughs> you know, and so I said to him, I said, oh, is that the uh, Trey Turner is signing with the San Diego Padres meeting? And he started laughing. He goes, man, it's a real possibility. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, we want to get as many of the good shortstops as we can. He goes, I like it. I like it. I said, I do too. It's, it's chaos. I said, well, uh, come back later. Come back by. He's probably going to go the long way around the elevators, jump over, rappel down so he doesn't have to come back by our table. But you never know. We could get him. It seems like um, – You guys remember that Ed Orgeron on, like, fresh off a national championship. Yeah. I've been listening to you guys. I remember back in my USC like, days. You are lying we through your teeth. We, we weren't, weren't even a show, show Ed. <laughs> that could have been the like beginning it, of I the like end that. for Ed Orgeron. <laughs> the lies just – compounded like a snowball well when Dion joins us tomorrow and says he's been listening I'm, that's fine by me that is a great bit oh i love you i've been listening to you guys for decades <laughs> have you okay but uh yeah i mean who knows All what right. big news will break uh over these next three days here at the winter meetings will aaron judge 
make his decision and sign and start toppling the got dominoes. Some, I've got some rumors in my uh, in my DMs right now, man. You know, I really do. It's weird. I was reading up on the winter meetings last night, and so they haven't had them in a few years. Like they had the lockout, the pandemic, right. and all that. The last time it was here, though. <laughs> Garrett Cole and Strasburg signed like record-setting Dude, deals, like that's right, back-to-back days here. Right yes, here. I yeah. remember that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are right. So I teased before the break that we were going to talk about the college football playoffs and the championship games, and we will. But World Cup Woods over here goes. We got to talk some soccer as well. Yep. Don't think I ever expected the day where Woods would insist we talk a little soccer but we'll have to get to that as well this hour on 97.3 the fan brought to you by pfizer when temperatures drop covid19 cases may rise so if you test positive or are at high risk act fast even if your symptoms feel mild ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you visit treatcovid19.com so football and football i will have you know woods i got up early on saturday went to the uh, regal seagull in lucadia yes, 6 45 a.m i saw your twitter and i thought to myself how many bars is our voiceless friend going to attend to scream at this weekend i did not scream at all the there's answer, not much to cheer about the answer was two yes. two not much to cheer about though Man. that early morning it was absolutely packed as i'm sure were o'brien's where you went i didn't for go the iran uh, game before yeah, yeah. last week um, some of the other fair plays, some of the other bars around town uh, that watch the soccer game, Shakespeare's. Unfortunately, uh, by the time uh, the United States for had like five minutes of excitement when they got within a goal uh, in the second half, and then uh, the Netherlands came up with their third goal, and you knew it was pretty much over at the World Cup for the United States. I'm going to disagree on the five minutes of excitement because i got to tell you, I, I was I was watching, uh, I was transfixed on... On the game, my four-year-old came in, cuddled up next to me, sucked his thumb, and watched the entire game with me, too. And it was it was cool. And later on that afternoon, he's kicking the soccer ball around in the living room. So I may, might have created a little mini monster. But um, I thought our boys played so freaking well. I th- Here's the thing, man. If I'm looking at it honestly, objectively, we should have won that game. We had ample chances to win that game. The difference in our touches – and our chances to win the game, they made theirs. They didn't miss theirs. Theirs looked so moronically easy, Ben. It was like a hot knife through butter every time they scored. The one goal we scored was, I don't want to say it's a fluke or luck, but it was it was a little bit fluke. It was. It went in. Uh, you take them as, as they come. But Pulisic, Pulisic missing that early, in one-on-one, right in front of the goal, I thought to myself right then, that's probably it. If, I, if you convert that, you, you have a shot. So I, I thought the same way that you did. I loved how they played. They controlled right almost at the moment that Netherlands scored. I mean, they, they, the Netherlands' first goal, Ben, was like, like if you yes, if you like Clinical. soccer, that's soccer well, porn so, for you. So, that was unbelievable. And, and I read this from a couple of places, and it, it made sense to me, the non-soccer experts. Mm-hmm. They said that what you just watched was – the Netherlands, so confident yeah. that they could stop the United States. Offensive attack. Offensive attack. That they let they, it. They, they knew those young American players didn't have the ability to finish. Yes. They were content to let the Americans have the ball and just wait. And Which know, is amazing. We're going to gonna get a chance. Yeah. And then when we get a chance, we're going to show you exactly how it's done. And we're going to go tic-tac-toe, boom, 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 into the goal. And it was over. And it's over. And it was, it was clinical and... Just beautiful. I mean, it was, yeah. if, you know, objectively, you look at that and go, my, my God, that's how it's supposed to look. Every, the U.S. had to grind and struggle for every single look 
there were a couple of chances early with, you know, you look at it now and go, okay, hindsight 2020, I don't make that last pass. I don't make that last touch. I try to try to shoot. Um, but I'm looking at that thing and I go, man, I, I'm really impressed. Now you had your, you had your, I'd say about 90% of my feed was like, hell yeah, man, a lot to build on, a lot to grow on. Then you had your 10% that's like, we suck. We're never going to be any good. There's those in every sport. Uh, I, when I looked at it, it's very, very comparable to the Padres season. It's very comparable. Nobody would have expected us to get through the Mets. Nobody expected us to get through the Dodgers. We did. And then when you ran into the Phillies, you ran out of gas. And they did look absolutely gassed, Ben, in the first half. Uh, and so I, I looked at that and I went, I know nothing about soccer. All I know is I really enjoyed the hell out of watching these guys compete and compete really hard. And the future does look bright, I, I would say, here in America. Well, so. four years from now, expectations are going to be through the roof. Way higher. You know, North America is hosting the United States, Canada, and Mexico all together. Yep. But that means the United States, the way they do it, they should be put into a, a pool where they're the top team. They don't yeah. have to go up against any of the other top teams. Should be a, a fairly doable path into the knockout round. And obviously, you're going to expect the United States is going to have to get further quarterfinals sure and semifinals it's going to be a lofty goal and it's going to be hard to reach but the expectations are going to be very high because most of this team should be back four years more experience yep. still in their athletic prime with some world cup experience under their belt exactly. now too i so, mean what's the uh, what's the saying man pressure is, is privilege and that's that's got to be the mentality the next four years of let's make sure that we come in there ready to play let's let's make sure I, I, there was so much heart displayed uh, by those guys, and I, 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 for not knowing much about them at all, I did. I was very, very proud of the way they played and battled that game. And you're right, man. When they when they put it to two to one, I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. And you just wanted wanted one more goal to try to get to that where it gets really weird and penalty kicks and overtime and all that. Uh, didn't quite get there. Fell short, certainly, but um, tough to look at them with anything other than pride for the way they played. Ben and Woods live at the MLB Winter Meetings downtown at the Hyatt on 97.3 The Fan. Um, as I said, uh, we wanted to talk some college football, and I'm going to have to be 100% honest here. I, I think they got it right. I don't think that uh, USC is one of the top four teams in the country. I don't necessarily think they were even before, even if they won that game against Utah, and if they had, they would be in the playoff right now. Yeah, no doubt. I don't think they would have been one of the top four teams in the country, though. Who Their defense just oh, is not so good bad. enough. It's so bad. And, and, it's like Swiss cheese. I don't remember which game I was watching, but one of the conference championships, and the broadcasters were talking about it. It'll be very interesting to see what the committee does. Yeah. If they go by the metrics and the rankings or if they go by feel, because the argument, it's really it's centered around Alabama. Does Alabama, does it feel like, they are the one, one of the best four teams in the country still. Yeah. I mean, I, if, does. if they played TCU tomorrow, I would put a lot of money on Alabama if I had to. Yeah, I probably would, too. I really would. If you're ta- So are you talking about the four teams that, that played their way, like, deserved it based on the outcomes of the games? Right. Or are you talking about the eye test, the four teams you think are the best in the country? Because if you're talking about my, my gut eye test feeling, if I had to go and put my life on who the four best teams are, I'd go with Georgia – Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama. Yeah. Do I think that TCU doesn't deserve to be in the playoff? Of course they do. Yeah, I they th- do. I mean, they lost the one game. It was in overtime. It was their last game. It probably would have been criminal to knock them out of the playoff for that loss to Kansas State. Do I really think they're one of the four best teams? Did I really think USC was one of the four best teams in the country? No. No, I really didn't. And that's not an indictment on either of those schools. It's 
certainly not an indictment on USC that had an amazing season after winning four last year to come back and, uh, you know, get to where they were and, and turn it around. It's a great season. Do they deserve to be in the playoff? No, probably not at the end of the year, the way it ended. And felt bad for Caleb Williams getting hurt. They say it's a fairly significant hamstring injury, and he may not even be able to play in that Cotton Bowl against Tulane. Um, but, you know, ultimately they, they probably are where they I deserve to be. I found myself contradicting myself a ton while trying to sort through in my brain, like, who the four should have been. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I'm not sure that Ohio State should have gotten it because they didn't even make it to their conference championship. One and loss. last time we saw them, they got waxed. Sure by michigan but then i'm thinking well so so can't really argue be there because they won their conference right and then i can't argue really for alabama because that goes against exactly what i said about ohio state so well the the, look and this is people are gonna think i'm a jerk for saying this but the only person that has a problem with conference championships are the teams that lost that's it i mean the 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 usc's you know and and even in the case of tcu they lost their conference championship they're they're still going to the playoffs so Mm -hmm. uh it's talking about he said he, he i thought he put it perfectly he goes Georgia's doing their job. No doubt. Michigan did their they job. They did their job. Everybody else needs to do their job. That's it. USC, just don't lose to Utah if you, twice. If you don't lose to Utah twice, you are in the playoffs. Now, were you going to get waxed by number one Georgia? Yes, you were. But even as a Notre Dame fan who's had his team get waxed in the playoffs, you're still happy you made the playoffs. I think the real dilemma, if USC had won that first game, and they could have easily oh, yeah. won that first game against They're probably Utah, in. But then get absolutely smoked, waxed the way they did. Well, with a hurt quarterback, they, they may put hurt, them in with a hurt quarterback. But what what if a hurt quarterback doesn't doesn't play doesn't play, well, and then and then you're going to get at what have them play Georgia and lose by fifty right in that game? It happens, my uh, friend. Trust could, me, as a Notre Dame could. fan, it happens. It happens. But you do want them in there. Uh, I you know, I was elated. I was absolutely elated. I was dancing, and, and that's the best part about college football. Even if your team's out of it, you can still and, and you even can though still I, even though load. I cheer for USC, I wasn't devastated yeah. though by that result. Uh, you know, I just I don't think they had a chance in the playoff. No. They would have been outclassed. They would have been embarrassed. Never, I, honest had to they God, they had ben, to play Georgia. They would have been embarrassed. I, I don't know. In my in my started really watching college football when I was ten, so give me thirty seven years of college football. I don't know that I've ever seen a team tackle as poorly. As oh, them. Was, I, that was legitimately it was embarrassing. Legitimately in 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 D one college, I don't know that I've ever. Now, here's the other thing I do know: Lincoln Riley can recruit his ass off. He can recruit his ass off. And if I'm a defensive player around the country, I go, "Oh my god!" With that offense, all they need is me. A couple of my buddies here. Let's transfer in. Let's sign. We'll play right away because the defense is terrible. They're going to be a force. They're going to be a force. Not. They're just not a force this year, as they were all beating their chest that they were. If you uh, if you bring it up though, since you brought up recruiting, now that Deion Sanders is in the Pac-12, maybe USC and UCLA glad that they're leaving. A hundred percent, because it's going to be harder to recruit to that conference. It's Deion, gonna, it's Deion's going to get some players. Conference, conference, man. It doesn't really matter. It's it's program, program. I don't even think because there's not a kid out there going, ah, oh, man. You know, my whole dream. I mean, maybe there is, but oh, I really want to be a Pac-12 star or a. There's probably guys that say, I want to be an SEC star, uh, and whoever makes me the best offer, I'm going to take. But there are kids definitely that say, I'd love to go play for Coach Prime, and he already got a five-star recruit 12 hours after signing. Bro, did you see some of the uh, clips from him, him talking to the team yesterday? I haven't seen it yet. I, I did. He, he got some criticism for it as well. He pretty pretty much looked at these guys and said, I can throw any one of you away, essentially. That's the amazing. team meeting. They're it's all the first like meeting? the theater setting. For, and he, with the Buffalo? Yes. yes. And he goes, he goes, I'm coming. And I'm bringing my baggage with me. Some of you, if you want to hit the transfer portal, start looking. That's fantastic. That is fan 
fantastic. I, I think it's going to make some waves, but I here's it's a brilliant move by Colorado. Brilliant. Mo, the most irrelevant your t- program. Your tweet nailed it. In the Pac-12 two days ago is now the most interesting program. And combine that with the fact that USC and UCLA are going to be gone in a couple of years, Colorado at least has a chance. No doubt. To Premier. become like the number one yeah. program in the conference in the next three years. They could take over as the, the team to watch in the western half of the United States based on, yeah, it's a controversial hire. It's going to raise some eyebrows. Do you think Colorado you know Boulder, when you think <clears throat> Deion Sanders, not really. But you know what? It's but not a controversial what hire. What a bold move. You know what a controversial hire is? Art Bryles is a controversial hire. The guy that was getting the, the prostitutes. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. That's a controversial hire. At Auburn. At Auburn. This is not a controversial hire. This is freaking Deion Sanders, who has taken that little tiny program, has put them on the map, and, you know, hey, listen, his methods may not be our methods or, or anybody else's methods, but and by I the think way, it's going to be amazing. Those those two years at Jackson State, I think, were important because they show that, you know, he's not just Herm Edwards coming in to, to talk sure. a big game. He can recruit, and then once he puts those recruits on the field, whether he's doing the coaching or he's hiring the assistants who are doing the coaching, they went 12-0. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't against Alabama. Of course, of course. But they, you still had to win those games. He did it. Yep. I feel supremely, supremely confident right now. If I was a Colorado fan, and my brother-in-law went there, yep. is very excited. My, my sister-in-law went there. That you know that this program that is really have been an, an afterthought yeah. in college football since since my youth. Since I mean, back in my, in my youth, Rashawn Salam, Rashawn Salam, you know, yeah, back, back in the day from Loyola Country Day, thirty years ago, it is going to be very, very relevant on the college football scene. For as long as they can keep Dion, it's pretty cool. I don't know how many years it'll be. If he does really well, you know the SEC is going to come calling. Bro, it pretty is. Soon. It is really, really cool to see, and uh, I, I just thought it was such a great move, and I'm happy for him, and and he certainly has earned it, and uh, all those kids are going to go play for him. I mean, it's that. I love the message day one. Hey, it's it's S. Or it's get off the pot, man. We're doing things different. Uh, we're at the winter meetings, as we said. We don't know exactly who is stopping by when, although I do know our friend Katie Wu is yes. supposed to be here coming up in our next hour. Love it. Looking forward to that. And speaking of friends, uh, you can check out our friend Sam Levitt's brand-new podcast. It's called Inside San Diego Baseball, discussing all things Padres and MLB with weekly episodes. You can find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back, hour number two from the MLB Winter Meetings. It's Ben and Woods, Paul, live on location at the Hyatt downtown on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.